monster fuck. It's a full moon on the Sabbath. Most this is scary. Break it down. I was working late on my half Torah when I heard a knock on my bedroom <laughs> door. I opened it up and to my surprise, there was a werewolf standing there with glowing gold eyes. He said, Tomorrow, my son, you will be. If we get a copyright man, strike for this, I'm gonna be mad. The Wolfen Clan. This should be free for all to use. You guys, there's a lot of fire here. at the moon and bay. Werewolf mitzvah, spooky, scary. Boys becoming men, men becoming boys. Werewolf mitzvah, spooky, scary. Boys becoming men, men becoming wolves. All right, that was that was What's great. What's up, okay. everybody? I had to pause that because I didn't know they cut back to the show. <laughs> Hello, welcome to the ho- the spooky Halloween podcast. Ooh. There is a there's a lot of fire. <laughs> In, it's a, it's in an front okay of me. amount. <laughs> uh, thank you for listening. Thank you for tuning in. This is, of course, the mm-hmm. one and only This Might Sound Stupid podcast. Mm-hmm. Podcast that happens just about every week. Uh, if this is your first time listening, you should, of course, subscribe to us uh, wherever you get podcasts. Mm-hmm. Just give us a little subscribe button. Um, or, and or, why not both, Porquenostos. Follow us on Twitch, twitch.tv slash this might sound stupid. Mm-hmm. Tune in every week when we're live and have fun with us. My yeah. breath is like moving these candles around. That's how air works. We <laughs> we have mood lighting tonight. Um, tonight we're going to do the top five list. Once a month we do a top five list. Mm-hmm. This month it's top five spooky movies mm-hmm. of all time. Your choice. Not like colloquially. Yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll know if you're lying to us and you're, just, you're, and you're just naming it's things. It's your pick. Kibby, thank you for the reminder. This is episode 100. Oh, that's right. Happy 100, Dan. Happy Hundy. Happy Hundy. That's pretty cool. We've done 100 podcasts. It's a hunky Hundy. We're coming on three years. Mm-hmm. That's wild. Oh, yeah. We almost vote. <laughs> um, we, of course, have two sponsors on our podcast, mm-hmm. the first of which is Joey the Good Boy. You might not be able to see him tonight. We'll check in with Joey here. No, he's just a spooky dog. Squirrel? You can see him a little bit. Yeah. Spooky dog, Joey. Uh, and the other one is Mike Long. He's a great designer from Minnesota, and he designed all of our graphics. Ooh. Who this is? Matt Sugar Mama. Matt Sugar Mama. Thank you. Thank you, thank you. Uh, yeah, hold on. I should go back to Joey's, and you guys can see... It's a lot of fire. It could be more fire, though. It could be. But uh, we need we needed a lot of candles to get it lit up enough. Nope. We're, thanks, Dan. This is us. Hello. Welcome back. Uh, I think that's everything. Yeah. We haven't decided on next month's top five. Nope. That might have to be uh, that might have to be one we tweet out because we don't have one currently. It smells really good down here with mm-hmm. all these candles. Dan, what are you drinking? Uh, uh, much like the list, it's a, a a beer type that gets me in the season. 
it's just a a big a big can of Oktoberfest from Barrel Three. Hey Dan, I'm drinking that too. It's gonna explode. Oh God, I just cut my nails. Oh Jesus. <laughs> Dan, Bropes, Bropes. happy hundred. Happy hundy. That is that is juicy, man. Next next year, that podcast from Munich is going to be something else. I really hope it is. (laughs) I really hope it is. Bropes, Kibby, I got I got beer all over the mic. Yeah, that's way it's supposed to be. All right, now I'm going to attempt to pour the beer, not over the candles. Yeah, Dan, you talk now. Um, uh, <laughs> pouring beer, yeah, it's already out. It's already everywhere. Uh, pouring beer out of a crowler is somehow the it's like, like the hardest, hardest thing. thing to do in the world. Like the lip of these cans is just not meant to like pour a liquid out of. All right, I did that pretty well. It's got a big old head on it. That's good though. Release some of that carbonation. Okay. <laughs> So this week mm-hmm. we are going over BT. Sw- yeah, th- yeah, that's what bros do. They like they get all they get all. Uh, boy, Javin with the hot takes tonight. It. I actually had that uh, Javin with his. Yeah, like he's they have an okay one at Barrel Theory. I actually had like a conversation like when I went the first day they had it with. Uh, uh, and Todd was there and like we got we just had a, like a basic discussion about literally that where it's like you know there's a bunch of like very subpar Oktoberfest beers around the city that because that, people think they have to make one uh, the Barrel 3 one is it's it's, it's, it's okay. fine yeah, yeah you're not wrong I, t- I literally took a sip just to make sure but you're not wrong but like and like you know like we even like said it's like like we both agree it's like if you want an Oktoberfest beer you just go to the beer store and you buy right a German one the best yeah the best ones yeah. either a Hacker Shore or the Polliner is really yeah. good <clears throat> but it's good yeah and I like Barrel Theory and we were there last Friday Friday and Amber actually got to come out with us and got transformed into Ambeer and that was lots of fun because Ambeer hasn't showed up in a while then Ambeer on Sunday that's, uh, that's that's two to three days Ambeer on Sunday. Yeah. What was Sunday? Meat. Oh yeah. Did you realize that she sp- <laughs> she spilt the <laughs> right <laughs> right when we were leaving? She spilt the hand sanitizer. No. Ambeer. <laughs> Are you Ambeer now? Also, Tuesday night, Ambeer got Ambeered all on her own. She drank that whole crowler of fruit smoothie, whatever. That's like seven oh, percent. That would kill Amber, right, bro? <laughs> On Wednesday, we got up, and I was like, "Man, she must have not slept well because she is dragging ass." And then I came home for lunch, mm-hmm. and I found that can, and I texted her. I was like, "Bro, did you drink this whole fucking thing last night? Like, no wonder." Because yeah, it's 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 seven percent, and there's like a ton of sugar in it. Right, so it's like both those things would have just like worked completely <laughs> against her. Way to go. Mama needs a drink. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, that was fun. Amber hasn't made a... So, yeah, but technically, 
every time she goes out and gets drunk at a fancy meat place, she knocks something over and spills it. She has to. She spilled the hand sanitizer. She didn't yell at any waiters, though. Nope. <laughs> uh, yes. Well, what's our what's our uh, what's our list? So yeah, if this is your first time listening or watching, tuning in, we do a top five fill in the blank episode once a month. Uh, <laughs> correct, Amber, that I know of. Maybe you yelled you at somebody when you went to the bathroom. There's no paper towels. Um, I'm just kidding. Amber doesn't yell at waiters. Uh, on the way to the bathroom, you was a real bitch. She meant I. <laughs> I know. <laughs> um, so anyways, it's Halloween. It's Spooktober. Mm-hmm. Thanks for clarifying, Amber. Uh, hence our, our scary mood lighting with mm-hmm. candles. And uh, Javin suggested that we do top five spooky movies mm-hmm. of all time. So your list of your top five spooky movies. M- movies that get you in the mood for the season. Right. Doesn't mean it has to be scary. Mm-mm. It just is movies that get you in the mood for the fall season, the Halloween season, mm-hmm. anything like that. There doesn't, there doesn't have to be a pumpkin in it at all. There doesn't. Uh Kibby, I I actually remembered, man. I remembered. And so I have a folder that's called Top 5 that I move stuff into so I can easily find them when we're doing the podcast. Mm-hmm. And I moved the correct one in there, which was this, the most recent one you sent us. Uh, so, <laughs> thank you. That's what I was looking for. It's some recognition for my big brain. Yeah. Um, so we can just get right into the list because typically these episodes take a while. Mm-hmm. I'm not, I'm feeling good today though, Dan. I was, don't light it on fire. I was, I was a little drained this morning just cause it like there's, hasn't been sun and, it, and it's cold and wet. I, you know what I was, I told Mike Long this today. I was, I'm, I'm, I was ready for, I was like, I'm kind of digging the rain. Okay. Uh, but today was leg day mm-hmm. and so I haven't, it just felt really good because mm-hmm. i you know i take time off this is my first week back lifting heavy and like didn't miss didn't lose a step that just felt good nice felt good all day uh kibi's gonna keep track okay you want to go first or you want me to um my list might be weird you go first. <laughs> <sighs> i feel like weird should go first but okay uh my list will not be weird Oh, shit, I had a panic moment that I didn't start recording in Audacity again, but I did. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, the people have spoken. Fuck. Blame Javin. Okay. Uh, this, this list was, was tough. It's a tough list because I was, I was trying to think of, like, if, you know, movies that I've seen more than once... Uh, Around this time, um, you know, I, I didn't want to just pick the Adams Family because, like, I I saw it when I was a kid once, and then I saw it as an adult once. So I I didn't feel comfortable saying that that movie put me. In, I wouldn't like, either. In like the the spooks. Well, one of the one of one of the movies on my list is like that. So thanks for throwing shade preemptively. That's that's. Is it better that I threw shade before or after you did your list? Better. It's okay. a lot better. Okay. Uh, so. Uh, we're going to start off with the one I remember from my childhood the most. Uh, and that, that was Hocus Pocus. 
I think we wa- we, pro- we probably watch it every year when I was growing up. Yep. Like like after it came out, it just kind of was. It was either on TV, right, or it was it's a perfect choice. Yeah. Uh so and like yeah, it's that Midler. It's, it's everything about the season. Sarah Jessica Parker. Yeah. Others that I don't. It's not. I don't think it's Winnie the Snapple lady, but it very well. But she kind of looks like her. I had a crush on the girl. Oh yeah, the girl, like the grown-up girl. But like the way that like a kid has a crush, we're like, I wish she could be my babysitter or like things like that. You know, when you're little, yeah, and you don't really like you just you're like, yeah, I had a big time crush on her. Oh, 100 percent. It's a good pick for this list. <laughs> um, Amber just says, "Well, don't read my list." Oh no, it's only Hocus Pocus. <laughs> Did you uh, email one? Oh, she just sent it. The next is uh, uh, I'm gonna do the uh, uh, another Halloween movie that I saw on TV a whole bunch growing up. I'm ready. Uh, Nightmare Before Christmas. That, okay. that that movie genuinely like. If I remember the first time I saw it in the theater, like it genuinely, yeah. Like that, like uh, oh, fuck, I can't think of his name now. The spooky the, bad the, guy, the the boogeyman. Yeah, uh, scared the shit out of me. Yes. Like I and like there were like he was full, it's, of, he was full of worms and stuff. Ugh. It's frightening in the best kind of way. Yeah, it's where me. like it scared me. It's just scary enough. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, so I remember like that one is like a, a kind of a, a little more visceral than Hocus Pocus because like it like actually got like right. Hocus Pocus emotion. isn't scary. No, 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 no. Um, it's a nonstop thrill ride. This is a much shorter, uh, but I watched it. It's like I think I saw it every year, uh, even before Hocus Pocus or uh, or Night Before Christmas. I think this is the one I've been waiting for somebody to name. Uh, it's the Great Pumpkin, Charlie yep. Brown. Fucking hate Charlie Brown. <laughs> really? My, yes, I don't know what it is. My mom loves the Great Pumpkin and would watch it every year. Uh-huh. And I just don't like that cartoon. Okay, but everybody loves it. Do you like always... the other Peanuts? Cartoons? No, I don't like the oh, cartoon. Oh, okay, like okay. I just I don't know why, but there's just something about it that bugs me. Huh. And it always, like, even as a kid, I was like, I would just go do something else. What if it's when, too slow? I have no idea. I can't put my finger on it. But I know that people love that movie, my mom included. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. But when it, because it would come on every year. Mm-hmm. And like, I would just, le- I would go do something else. Because like, every year I saw that and, uh, and the, it's not, it's not Peanuts Christmas Carol. I, I can't remember what the Christmas one's called. Oh, yeah. Uh, they have the several specials, don't yeah, they? But I remember, like, those, those two literally every year. Uh, I couldn't tell you what the jazz score is. I don't know that song. Something dumb with a piano. Nothing. I'm still holding this napkin. Uh, it's Wildcard Thursday. What's next? Uh, a movie I watched a lot uh, growing up. Um... And it's about this season, but there's no. That's fine. There's no pumpkins. That's oh, fine. It's Mighty Ducks. Oh, uh, uh, yeah, I could see that as a pick because like like this is like the beginning of uh, hockey season, and so we would like you know we we would have been like the season probably would have started a couple weeks ago or something like that, and that's just whenever like actual hockey started. No, I totally get it. That's a great. That would, that would always be something we would watch. It's it's 
emblematic of hey, I said that word right the first time. You did. Emblematic of the season. Yeah. I think you're right. It mm-hmm. marks the beginning of the fall season. Yeah. And the fall sports. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Great pick. Uh and this is the <laughs> it's the newest one on my list, but it's a very old movie. Um we we ended up watching it like three or four like Halloween somehow. Uh for, for movie night. For movie night? Uh but it's Return of the Living Dead. Huh. Uh that that movie just started like so whenever I think of Halloween now, I think of that movie. I have to reserve my comments. Um and that so that, that movie in my mind is about I'm not gonna say anything. Halloween, like it, it's 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 got you know it's got the spooky stuff. It's got it's got zombies in a graveyard, and hot punk girls, and you know all that hot stuff. Hot punk girls. But that movie, Dude. that movie is now like inextricably like tied to like Halloween in my head is Return of the Living Dead. Perfect. Uh, if we're like if we had watched it this year for movie night for Halloween, I'd have been I'd have been just fine. fine. With it. Uh, I really like the Mighty Ducks edition. Didn't see that one coming. No, oh, that, that was that was my wild card. I'm like, because like, can't be. We're talking about movies. It's, I mean, it's gonna get mentioned a lot. Oh yeah, <laughs> for sure. Like, I'm sure we watched Hocus Pocus for movie night. We probably, we probably watched Mighty Ducks for movie night. I don't think we have. It's at some point in like the ten years we easily could have. Ten. It's been way more than ten years, yeah. bro. Exactly. Uh, good list. That's my list. I also had trouble with this list. Uh, I was driving around today, mm-hmm. and I realized that I mark fall much, much more, probably the most heavily with music. There are certain mm. albums, al- absolutely certain albums and certain music mm-hmm. that I listen to once the colors start to change. Mm-hmm. And I'm not going to list them because I thought that could, like I started making a list in my head, and I was like, wait, that could be next fall. We do music instead. That could be fun like what what's the music and then the other thing is books i have certain books that i really like to read in the fall books i have books that i like to read in the spring and books that i like to read in the winter and summer mm-hmm. uh but movies with the exception of christmas there's not really a lot of movies that mark a season for me so this list was hard too <laughs> sorry i just saw kimmy's comment then prepare for some bitching. <laughs> deal. That's I can make that deal. Um, <clears throat> yeah, like when Mike suggested the list, mm-hmm. I was like, "Hell yeah!" Mm-hmm. I I thought it was going to be a breeze, mm-hmm. and then like the two movies that instantly popped to mind after that, I was like, "Man, what do I put on there?" Mm-hmm. So I'm going to go with. A backwards order. So five to one. I like to rank my lists. Okay. Uh, no, I'm going to do it the other way around. And there's a reason. I'm switching it right now. So you started number three. I'm going to start. <laughs> three, four, two, five, one. I almost want to now. <laughs> start at number three and move outward. Yeah. Uh, no, I'm going to start at number one. Okay. And I'm going to make my, so I only have four movies on my list. Oh. Which I'll explain. I'm going to start at number one. Okay. And I'll work my way down. And number one, 
I'm gonna make it. I'm gonna make this one number one because it for a longer time I think has marked the beginning of fall, whereas the other one was just a movie I loved. Mm-hmm. But I think is more rewatchable now as an adult. Okay. So my number one that mm-hmm. I loved and that would mark the season the same as you, Hocus Pocus. Oh. It's like the classic mm-hmm. for for me or for maybe for our generation. It's just such a good Halloween movie. Mm-hmm. It's fun. It's funny. I don't know. It's, it's got Bette Midler for the parents. Right. It's just, it's it's a great movie. We recently watched it with our kids and had a lot of fun. Um, but yeah, that's my number one. My number two mm-hmm. is a movie I loved as a kid. Okay. But didn't really appreciate the Halloweeniness of it hmm. until I was an adult. And now I think it might be, like I have my Christmas movies that I watch every year. Mm-hmm. I think this might be one that I just start to watch every fall because I've realized how good it is as an adult because mm-hmm. we watched it for movie night. Yeah. It's Adam's Family. <laughs> I loved the movie as a kid. Mm-hmm. My mom loves the Adam's Family movie too. Like we would watch it growing up. Uh, and then I didn't really watch it for a long time. And then we watched it. I picked it for a movie night. I don't remember what round that was, like what we were doing when I picked it. And we were all like surprised by how much we liked it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I just think I'm going to start watching it every fall. Yeah. Like it's, I could watch that movie. Yeah. Javin says chef's kiss. Mm-hmm. I could watch that movie once a year. Mm-hmm. It's fantastic. There's almost no fat in it. That was your first time. I did watch it a bunch as a kid, but man, I have a different appreciation for it as an adult. It, it, interesting, uh, thing I saw today of all, for whatever reason, it was just like, it was either in like one of my like like an ad thing for like a, a different story I was reading online, but it was um, Angelica Houston like took the role because um, like Morticia, like the way she looked reminded her of her mom. Hmm. And, like there's this picture of like her mom, like holding her when she was a baby. And like, she's got like this like long black hair. Like she's like, like really she is the character. That's crazy. Morticia. Just, G- Gomez knows what's up. Morticia does it for me. And Amber dressed as Morticia for Halloween mm-hmm. this year. I like that. I like yeah. Adam. <laughs> Rolo says Adam is rock hard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and yeah, agreed, Kibby. That first movie is, I mean, everything is spot on. It's yeah. so good. I would say the only the only fat I would cut in that whole movie is there's a scene where Thing is delivering like letters, mm-hmm. but it's like a minute long. Yeah. So who cares? Yeah. There's otherwise there's like no fat in that movie. It's mm-hmm. perfect. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Jim, I, I got that one from uh, McDonald's too, and I think I got the second one from a like a Pizza Hut deal. We have no idea where I got it, but we had both of them. Second one didn't hold up as much. No, I think we did. I think we should give the second one a, a, a second chance though. Because we watched it hot on the heels of us watching the first one, and it was so good. Yeah. I don't know if the second one is as bad as we thought it was. But yeah, Adam's Family, fantastic. Uh, Number three on my list is a movie that I loved as a kid, and I honestly haven't watched probably since I was in my early 20s. And I need to rewatch now. Amber and I, maybe that's what we'll do tomorrow. Uh, We need to rewatch it to see if it's, okay for the kids mm-hmm. it might not be uh nightmare before christmas oh. mm-hmm. i love nightmare before it christmas be too spooky for him i love like i i love 
I love Nightmare Before Christmas. It's so wild and so creative. I love Nightmare Before Christmas so much that I flew to Manhattan mm-hmm. to see the Tim Burton exhibit. Not because I love Tim Burton so much, but because I love mm-hmm. all that stuff in the Nightmare Before Christmas. Yeah. I mean, a part of it was also to go to Manhattan, but it was kind of prompted by that Tim Burton exhibit uh, that they had at the MoMA. Uh, but yeah, great Halloween movie. And it's just, it's got that Halloween feel. But mm-hmm. I, I don't really have any movies that mark Halloween or fall for me. So I think Night the Adams Family is going to be my, my one that starts being that. All right. The next movie I watched as a kid, and it was a very Halloween y movie, mm-hmm. but I haven't watched it at all in, as an adult. It's number four on my list. And I kind of, I kind of forgot about it. And now I want to watch it. And this was kind of like Nightmare Before Christmas, where it was the perfect level of scary. Mm hmm. And it was just kind of weird in like a way that a lot of kids' movies weren't. It was it's weird in the way that uh, Return to Oz is mm-hmm. the Wizard of Oz two with uh, what's her face who was in the craft. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Like it's weird like that where that movie is nothing like the Wizard of Oz, but mm-hmm. it is a weird wild ride. Yeah, like, yeah. That movie's awesome. This one's the same way where it's just it's just it's weird for a kids' movie, and it's just called The Witches. Oh, I don't think I know that one. So <clears throat> it's about this boy who finds like a cult of witches while they're at a hotel, I think. And they find out that he like and he sees them transform and they look all like wild and they turn him into a mouse and then he I think he has to get his grandma's help. Okay. One of those candles just went out. That was cool. Um it's the witches. So j- hold on. Kibby says, "Do you know the Adams family?" Started out as a comic strip. I didn't know that. Uh, he says that Javin says that's a pretty good pick. Haven't seen that one yet. Same. I I know that one would be too scary for my kids. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Maybe we have. It's if you look it up. It's I think it's. Does it have Angelica Houston? Who's in it? No. I don't know. It's not Angelica Houston. Who's the main witch in that movie? Who, okay, first off, who's Angelica Houston? That's Morticia. Okay, thank you. <laughs> She's also the mom in Royal Tenenbaums. <clears throat> oh, yeah. Huh. Um, I can't think of the main lady in that. That's going to bug me. Somebody look it up or I'm going to have to, and then the whole podcast <laughs> grinds to a halt. <laughs> Um, but yeah, if you've never seen the witches, I don't know what it would be like to watch it for the first time as an adult, Mm -hmm. but yeah, it was, it was like scary as a kid. Hmm. Uh, and my mom would fuck with me with it. Like it is Angelica Houston. Thank you. She's the main witch. Okay. Okay, I'm not crazy. Cause when the second I said that, I was like, wait, no, that's Morticia. And that's why that name is on your mind. Mm -hmm. Okay. Thank you. She's great in it from what I remember. Mm -hmm. Uh, and my mom would mess with me and like. She would just like be like, do you think that lady that lives like at the end of the cult, like stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And I'd be like, I don't know. I hope she's not a witch. I don't want to be a mouse. (laughs) Why did this one go out? I don't know. This one should be out. Fire. Yeah, bitch. Now you're lit again. Okay. My fifth spot. Uh Uh-huh. It's kind of a it's kind of a double it's already going out again. I hate this candle. It's kind of a a double 
It's not a double anything. I'm going to name a movie for it. Okay. But I'm going to leave it open because I was like, I should have like one or two movies that I watch every Halloween. Okay. And I thought of one mm-hmm. uh, that's not any of these because I don't think I could re Even Nightmare Before Christmas, like I love that movie, but I don't think I could watch it once a year. Mm-hmm. The Addams Family, I know I can because mm-hmm. it's just perfect. Uh, Hocus Pocus, I don't think... I mean, I could watch it with my kids, like, mm-hmm. but I couldn't like sit down and watch it on my own yeah. like I did The Addams Family. Uh, and I was like, you know what? There's a movie that we've watched for Halloween before that not the whole movie has a Halloween vibe, but the beginning part, especially when they're in the graveyard, really has a Halloween vibe. And it's got that sexy punk chick in it. Return of the Living Dead? Yes! That's <laughs> why when you said it, I was like, I'm not saying anything. Isn't that wild? Oh, fuck. When you said it, I was like, weird. Because that's the movie that I picked. That movie's now tied for first. Right. And it was just, it's like, it's such a good movie if you've never seen And I actually thought recently, maybe that's what we'll watch tomorrow, actually, Amber. Yeah, do that. Return of the Living Dead is so fun. Yeah. It's like scary and funny and wild. Uh, <laughs> we've got... Uh, and I was like, I could easily watch that movie mm-hmm. every fall. Mm-hmm. It's so fun. Uh, but if another movie comes up on anybody's list, I reserve the right to fill in my fifth spot with that. Because I was like, I don't have a fi- I literally just didn't have a fifth movie. Mm-hmm. I was tr- like, I looked through the list of like best Halloween movies of all time and like none of them hit. Mm-hmm. So I reserve, I reserve the right to fill it in with somebody else's. Reservation tonight. No, I'm just taking it. <laughs> All right, who's up first? I'm go. It's either Kibby or Mike. I don't know. Hold on, I gotta move. People sent late lists, and I gotta move them to the right folder, so mm-hmm. I don't forget about them. Uh, not mailbag. Oh fuck me! Now I gotta move them out of mailbag. Stupid fat thumbs. Mm-hmm. Top five lists. That's where I want some. Uh, top five lists. Okay. Uh, up first is Kibby. Okay. All right. And Kibby, I'm going to read this and you got to tell me. It's top five spooky movies slash October top five list. That's the one you want, correct? It's got to be. I think it is. It's the one. It's the most recent one. Top it's from five. three days ago. Yes, he says. Okay. okay. Uh, Kibby says list is ranked in order. <clears throat> so I'm gonna scroll to the bottom here. Number five, a movie I've literally never seen in my life. Oh, but I know it would be on. I can't remember is what what's Liam's name in here? Like Dave Matthews fan number one or something? Uh, DB fan four twenty, pan pancakes. I think something like that. Uh, Ernest scared stupid. <laughs> Released October eleventh, nineteen ninety one. Director John R. Cherry the third. Who doesn't love a Jim Varney movie? I've never seen one. Uh, And this one is one of the best. Right up there with Ernest Goes to Jail. But there are two key differences to this. Number one, there's an actual threat. And number two, the theme is really dark. Well, if you're comparing this to other movies. To be honest, I still watch this movie. It is one of my favorites of my childhood. I remember giggling and laughing with my siblings as we watched the antics of Ernest. And now, I watch it with my nieces before they go trick-or-treating every year. That's awesome. 
Honestly, I don't know if they like watching the movie or just like spending time with their Uncle Josh. Either way, it makes me happy. Uh, I know that when Liam lived right over here, because Liam used to live right by us, Mm -hmm. they would project Ernest Scare Stupid Mm. onto their garage while kids are trick-or-treating. So I know, I know, I don't think Liam sent the list, but <clears throat> I'm surprised you, you've never seen an Ernest. Never seen one. I know there. I don't know why. I have no good explanation. Hmm. Like I know my cousins liked them. Mm-hmm. You would think Ernest that it's a camp. <clears throat> you would think that it's some. I mean, I've seen. I know what they are, but I've just never seen it. Oh, that was your guess for my fourth pick, really. Kid scary, scary movie, and really great monsters. I maybe I should watch it. I don't know. Varney's so good. Yeah. Such an amazing, like, he's, he's such a great, like, character actor. What else did he do? Just Ernest. He's not a character. I mean, he acted one character. Uh, he, I think he, he was, like, a commercial guy, and I think he might have been Second City. People love Ernest, man. I know that. They're not like, picking on him at all. That's one of the funniest things about uh, how this get made is they did Ernest. Uh, <laughs> Ernest goes to jail for, like, how this get made. So, like, the, the Paul Shear. Okay. Manzukas and Diane Raphael like has a thing for like evil Ernest in that movie. Like so there's something about like just like uh <clears throat> cocksure Ernest that like did something for her. So you like slick his hair back? Yeah. Yeah, okay. <clears throat> Number four. Ghostbusters. Oh. I almost picked this one, but it just didn't I I don't know. It would have felt insincere for me, I felt like, so I didn't. Same here. Uh, release date June 1st, 1984. I do love Ghostbusters. Oh, yeah. Director Ivan Reitman. Admit it. When you hear Ghostbusters mentioned, the first thought that... The first thought through your mind was, who are you going to call? The timeline in this movie is sometimes between Thanksgiving and New Year's Eve. So not Halloween, but who doesn't watch this around Halloween? If you grew up between the late 80s and 90s, you wanted to dress up in the jumpsuit. True. Yep. With a proton pack for trick-or-treat. True. And I did. I had a proton pack. I feel like I did at some point. I had a proton pack that you pull the thing out of, and I had a jumpsuit, and I had the, the ghost catcher thing that you stomped on. I didn't have the jumpsuit, but I definitely had the, uh, <clears throat> the <clears throat> step of the stupid thing to open the open the basket. I also had the Ghostbusters uh, base. It was like two or three levels, and you could get green oh, slime yeah. and mm-hmm. pour it on the ceiling, and it would ooze down between the levels. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, I, I had a bunch of Ghostbusters shit. I loved it. <clears throat> and my dad felt guilty for all the stuff that he did, so he would just buy me stuff. <laughs> if you grew up, uh, and with all the ghost ghouls inspectors you see, how could you not get a Halloween feel? It's a great point. Yep. I think it's a good pick. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Man, got to keep clearing my throat. The night before, or number three, The Nightmare Before Christmas. Release date, October 13th, 1993. Director, Henry Selick. It's been long debated if this is a Halloween movie or a Christmas movie. Por que nostos. Mm-hmm. I have always, always, always viewed it as a Halloween movie. How could you not? Yes, the skeleton dresses up like Santa, rides in a sleigh, and delivers presents, but it's all with the Halloween theme, and that's in all caps. <laughs> that being said, this movie was an instant classic. Great dialogue, music, animation. Oh, the music in this movie is mm-hmm. really good, too. Uh... This is Halloween. Mm-hmm. This is Halloween. Yeah. Oh, it's oh, it's so good. I can't wait to watch it with my kids. Uh, even today, people reference songs and lines from this movie. Say what you want, but Tim Burton knows how to make a gripping story. Mm-hmm. Number two. 
Halloween. Release date, October 25th, 1978. Director John Carpenter. How could you not put this movie on your list? You know, I think I've only seen Halloween like a handful of times. I've seen it once. Yeah, I haven't seen it probably more than five times. I've seen it three or four times. Mm -hmm. How many movies can you name that is a namesake for a holiday and has become as iconic as the holiday itself? It has also become like a hammer to a nation's culture. Look, before this movie... Halloween was always seen as a night of mischief in America, never a night of blood, guts, and murder. Is that true? You can even look at horror movies before this one came out, and almost none of them revolve around this holiday. Hmm. But now, even movies not based on this time of year are watched exponentially more and celebrated with costumes, themed parties, or even the obscure sale in stores and online. Some just see it as the first of a movie series in reality it changed a generation's view on halloween without even them knowing it is that true because i did not know that javin says high five <laughs> i guess i mean the movie came out before i was born but i just always figured it was that's kind of always how halloween was viewed like the the concept of uh mike myers and uh and jason are very much uh like Halloween thoughts in my head. I I never saw either of those movies until I was like well into adulthood. But just like the the concepts of Mike Myers and Jason were are definitely like Halloween concepts in my head. Right. I just always assumed that Halloween was associated with like blood and guts and murder. Did Halloween come out before Nightmare on Elm Street? Is Nightmare on Elm Street 1980? Uh, Halloween was I think Halloween was first. Was that was yeah. that Okay, so that's like the first slasher, not slasher. No. Huh. I guess I've never realized that Halloween came out before Nightmare on Elm Street. What were big like movies like that before Halloween? Well, it was like giallo, like the Italian horror. Like if you're just looking for like slashers, like there've been like exploitative It's the first lots of things. Uh Javin says. There you know there is you know, exploitative, like, violent movies and stuff like that before. Oh, The Omen. Okay, yeah, The Omen. I should watch Halloween again. I don't think I've seen Halloween since I was probably, like, in my teens. Like I said, I've only seen it three or four times. Yeah, I think the first time I watched I can it remember was, the like, first time five I, years ago. The first time I watched it, me and Donnie were going through, we were trying to go through all of the scary movies. So we watched, mm. like... All of the Friday the 13th, mm-hmm. all of the Nightmare on Elm Streets. We watched Sleepaway Camp. I think a lot of Halloweens. Uh, I don't think we watched Sleepaway Camp. Halloween 3. I should rewatch Halloween, though. Season of the Witch. <clears throat> oh, we watched uh, Child's Play, all those, and we watched uh, The Leprechauns, hmm. which are terrible movies. All right. Kibby's number one. The Great Pumpkin, Charlie Brown, mm-hmm. released date October 27th, 1966. Director Bill Melendez. I know, I know. Technically, it's a TV program, but hear me out. <laughs> Today, with my nieces growing up with my siblings, and even before some of us were born, this program has been viewed as the official mark of Halloween in America. It was even in my house. Families gathered around the television to watch this good, clean, and wholesome story. And let's face it, unlike the gruesome horror people typically watch this time of year, it's a gentle sigh of relief. But this program kind of shares something with all horror movies. You know how they say you should never watch a scary movie alone, right? 
Same could be said for this. The difference is you make some hot cocoa, pop some popcorn, and share a warm blanket with those you love most. I like that, Kibby. Uh, yeah. That's a great way to end the list. Yeah, good pick. Um, yeah, I don't even know what the story of it is. I assume they befriend a living pumpkin or something? No. Oh. They think it was like a scary pumpkin in the pumpkin field. Oh. What does it turn out to be? Spoiler not, warning. Not a great pumpkin. <laughs> Just like an okay. <laughs> I think most of us are sweet guys deep down. All right. Thank you, Kibby. Yeah. For the list. <clears throat> the friends they make along the way. Mm-hmm. That's the great pumpkin. I don't feel like I'm five, I had anything to drink at all. Yeah, it's 5%. All right, next one up is Javin. It's the spooky list. <clears throat> all right, there's a preamble. Okay, okay. All right, well, this is going to be the rest of the podcast. <laughs> there's pictures in this. Ooh. <laughs> I love this. All right. The spooky fall and Halloween season holds and has always held a pretty special place in my heart. Yeah. Your wedding was... Uh, Spooktacular. Don't don't clarify. I'll ban you. Uh, it was going to be Halloween themed before COVID. And then your one year anniversary party was Halloween themed. Mm-hmm. I've always loved horror movies and movies that remind me of this season. Some of my first movie memories burned in my brain as a kid are the werewolf and American werewolf in London bursting out of the porno theater and Jeff Goldblum grossly eating a donut by dissolving it <laughs> in acid in the fly. Fuck yeah. There are lots of great kinds of movies, and I love lots of them so much, but horror movies and spooky movies are the best kind of movies. <laughs> they can make you feel all the things a person can feel, and there's no better movie to experience with friends. Knowing all of this, this is an impossible list for me to make, and by the time you read it, it will likely be different. Still, this, this list is ranked five to one and reads like a list. Thanks for the clarification. Uh, number five, the Adams family, and then in quotes it says, "It old man." I don't know what I don't get the reference. Uh, I don't know if not being familiar with the source material here helps or hurts my case. In this being a top four pick, this movie was my first exposure outside of the theme song to the Adams family, and it is a movie I watch at least once a year. It is a perfectly cast movie, mm-hmm. which Kibby also said. I could watch the cast living in these characters all day long. Same. And this movie gives me 90 minutes to do just that. A giant smile across my face. This movie is an absolute spooky treasure. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's... Oh. <laughs> I wasn't reading it as the character. It's old man. I gotcha. Uh, oh, okay. Number four. I have a question about this once I'm done reading. The Texas Chainsaw Massacre, 1974. There are a million effective horror movies out there, and lots of them have creeped me out or made me jump. Few have actually scared me, though. This movie scared me. Same, the first time I saw it. After making you feel sort of just uneasy and gross for the first 30 to 40 minutes of the movie, suddenly everything starts happening. Leatherface blasts Kirk with a sledgehammer. Slams the freezer door on the movie score, kicks in for the first time. It's fucking scary, man. So Texas Chainsaw Massacre predates Halloween. I know it's not 
Halloween themed, but I didn't. It's interesting to get an idea of these in my head. Oh, man. Javin's list is fun. All right. Number three, which I also have comments on. Oh, okay. Paranormal Activity, 2007. You can find lots of opinions about the theater experience now that theaters are open again after COVID shut the world down last year. The article I would write is about seeing this movie in a packed theater. Everyone in the theater that night I saw this movie with was scared. And them being scared made everything more scary. Every jump scare was amplified by dozens of bodies jumping at the same time. You hear the thud of everyone in their seats, a few screams, and then lots of nervous laugh, laughs. It's perfect, man. Just thinking about seeing this movie in the theater makes me smile. I'd argue that the second and maybe even the third Paranormal Activity movie is better than this one, but nothing will compare to seeing the first one in a group. I, this is a movie I wish I had seen in a theater. Yeah. I watched this. Everybody was fucking like rock hard about this movie. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and I just remember seeing trailers for it and thinking it looked dumb. And then everybody was still just like blown away by this movie. And I was like, fine. And I had it. This is when Amber and I were living in Northfield. And I had a day off. Mm-hmm. And so I got some Chinese food and I watched this movie. It was like the middle of the day because I just didn't expect anything from it. That movie scared the shit out of me. Like legitimate. And I don't usually like it. Texas Chainsaw scared me. Paranormal Activity scared me. Like there's not many movies that actually creep me out. Mm-hmm. And this movie creeped me out so bad that that night, like, and remember I watched it in the middle of the day. That night... When we were asleep in like my sleep state, I thought there was a presence in our like standing in our doorway, and it was it was just a shirt that I had hung on the door. Mm-hmm. But I thought it was like a presence, and anytime Amber tried to like roll over or move, mm-hmm. in my sleepy mind, it was the demon from Paranormal Activity grabbing her leg and pulling her out of bed, and I would pin Amber to the bed, and the next day she's like, "What the." fuck man <laughs> uh yeah i like wouldn't let her move because in my brain it was like something's trying to get her and so i just, every time she would move i would just hold her down <laughs> like you're not getting her demon <laughs> that movie freaked me out yeah and it's a great movie all right number two the blair witch project 1999 I debated long and hard about having two found footage movies on my list. Mm -hmm. Just like Paranormal Activity, it was my experience watching it that kept its spot in the top five. I grew up in the middle of the woods next to not much at all. And then he attached one of many pictures. See the house at the end of that gravel road? That's where I grew up. When I was there, the house across the street and a few of the other houses weren't even there. Unlike Paranormal Activity, I watched Blair Witch for the first time on VHS alone in my room, in my house, in the middle of the damn woods, in the middle of nowhere. Mm-hmm. And Jeff is not lying about being in the middle of nowhere. They had a wood-burning furnace that he used to have to help his dad cut down trees for mm-hmm. to heat their house. Like, they lived in the middle of fucking nowhere. I think this is an effective horror movie for anyone, but it seemed like it was made to just scare me when I was watching it for the first time. Blair Witch is one that I've never, I didn't, it didn't scare me. And like, it just didn't, it didn't do anything for me. I kind of thought it was boring, it but I, it's like one of those movies that I get when I watch it. I'm like, I get why people like this. It might, Does that it, make sense? It might have been the first 
scary movie I ever saw. Oh, really? Because I, I didn't, I, I, I didn't like. I still don't necessarily like a lot of like scary and horror movies. Uh, but that uh, I remember going to see that in the theater, and that 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 freaked me out. Yeah, it just didn't. I went to see it in the theater. I think with my sister and her friend. But it just, it was like, I don't know. It just didn't do much for me. And I have no idea why. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and that's not me saying it's a bad movie or anything. It was just like, it just didn't click with me. Hmm. I also, there's just <clears throat> not many movies that scare me. Like, and I, I love when a movie, like Paranormal Activity, mm-hmm. it genuinely scared me and creeped me out. Mm-hmm. I love when a movie can do that. But they're so few and far between. All right, number one, Halloween, mm. 1978. <laughs> I like the beginning. I mean, it's Halloween. Yeah. It's the blueprint, the icon yet to be dethroned. Yes, it looks like California, not Illinois most of the time, but I don't even notice the palm trees because they use that one bag of brown leaves they had so effectively. I might like Nightmare on Elm Street a little more than this movie, but no other movie puts me right in the season like this one. He's Perfect. Got a, he's got a runner up, but I can come back to it. Perfect. It's a great list. Great list. <clears throat> All right. Next is from Javin's wife, who doesn't. Oh, no. Ja- <laughs> Javin's wife, who we now know. Sexy mom 69. Was horny mom horny 69. Yes. <laughs> My kids hate bottled water. <laughs> uh, in no order because I can't choose. Man, we're keeping Kibby busy tonight. Uh, you outed her. You told her, you told me it was okay. You gave me the okay. Uh oh. <laughs> also, you should put the question mark before the exclamation point if you want to be grammatically correct. But you know, who's counting? Says Kibby. All right, in no particular order because I can't choose. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that simply isn't true, Jevin says. I feel like you did. I feel like you at least told Movie Night. And Kimmy has a right to know. Yeah. Jevin, don't be selfish. All right. Rolo, I knew. And I told everyone. All right, Katie's list. Stop chatting. Don't stop chatting. Ernest Scared Stupid. Okay, hold on. Kibby just updated us. Nightmare Before Christmas has three. Hocus Pocus, Great Pumpkin, Return of the Living Dead, Adam's Family, and Halloween have two each. And then there's seven movies with one. So, Ernest Scared Stupid, mm-hmm. Halloween, 1978. Okay. Hocus Pocus. Okay. And then two movies I've never heard of. No, I've heard of one of them. This one I haven't heard of. Halloween Town 2, Calabar's Revenge. That's not a real movie. That's a Katie pick. That's not a real movie. I've never heard one. What? Who the fuck is Calabar? Hold on. Let's look this up. Don't light the keyboard on fire. Don't light the keyboard on fire. Yeah. Bring bring up a picture of Halloween Town 2. Calabar's Revenge. (laughs) There it is. Uh... Halloween Town 2, Calabar's Revenge. Oh, this is like, it's like a kid's movie? It's like a Disney Channel movie from 01. 
This is not what I was expecting at all. And then her other one was Tower of Terror. Is there? Is that like a, a like a Disney Channel movie version of the the ride? Nineteen ninety seven. Movie. A little goot little goots in there? Huh. Had no idea this existed. Little goots. I I've I've seen that cover before. It was based on the theme park attraction, which I did that ride. It's so fun. Was, yeah, the ride's amazing. Uh originally plot. Journalist Buzzy Crocker <laughs> writes for a supermarket tabloid. Alright. You can piece together the rest, I'm sure. Because I did in my head. Nice. Alright. So two Disney movies on there. I why two? Is do you need to do you need to watch the first one? Mike, are you with Katie? Do you need to watch the first one? Yeah, like is there what sort of carryover is there between Halloween Town and Halloween Town Two? Like, is so is Calabar? Do they defeat Calabar in Halloween Town? But then he gets his revenge in Halloween Town Two. Rocky Seven, Adrian's Revenge. There's things I gotta know. Adrian's Revenge. All right, next one uh, is from somebody I haven't seen in chat tonight. Schwat. The Ganja Bar. Oh. Top five spookies. <laughs> uh. It's just his last minute list, no write-ups. As an adult, I've never really watched movies to get into the Halloween fall spooky spirit. Same, Schwat. I don't know if you're here, but same. And yeah. I think I'm going to start. Mm-hmm. So far, Adam's Family, mm-hmm. every year, and Return of the Living Dead. Mm-hmm. Dan, you have less spooky lighting on you. Maybe that's more spooky, though, because the shadows play on your face. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> uh-huh. Uh... Mainly the heavy hitters from the 90s that weren't R-rated are horror movies. Oh, okay. Sorry, I missed the line. So my list is what I would watch around Halloween as a kid. Mainly the heavy hitters from the 90s that weren't rated R horror movies. Perfect. All right. There, one of these I almost put on my list. Just doesn't seem to be in any order. The Adams Family. Nice. Good. Ernest Scared Stupid. Perfect. Hocus Pocus. Perfect. And then me and Wade, we're going to high five next time we see each other, Wade. The witches. Oh. The witches. <laughs> Your timing on that was really good. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, not Halloween. <laughs> To be clear, that's not that funny of a joke. <laughs> but something about your timing made it really funny to me. Halloween said, oh. <laughs> and the other one out there is Beetlejuice. Oh, Beetlejuice. Which was what I considered putting on my list. But it would have just been a movie that I, like, I would have just been putting a movie. Oh, that's hot. I would have just been putting a movie. <laughs> Stop burning yourself. Burn myself twice. Uh, Javin says you need to watch Halloween Town before two, but it's a market improvement. Okay, okay. okay. Um, I'm pretty sure I saw that when I looked at like the top, the best 75 mm-hmm. Halloween movies ever made. I'm Halloween pretty Town's sure I saw there? Halloween Town oh, okay. two. Um, yeah, Beetlejuice was one I considered putting on my list, but again, it was like it doesn't. 
say Halloween or spooky or fall to me. It's just an, a movie that I love, and I could see it also being associated with Halloween. Oh, 100%. percent yeah, try I, this for a third yeah. time because I'm an idiot. Yeah, it was, it was never a, like a Halloween movie in my brain. Right, and so I did it. Oh, nice. For me to put it on there would have just felt kind of disingenuous, mm-hmm. but I agree that it's a great Halloween movie. Good list. Thanks, Wade. Yeah. Uh, next up, from none other than Rolo. Rolo, shake down. Top five spooky movies. Rib edition. Tremors one five. Have they made five Tremors? There's more than that. Halloween tattoo. Oh. You're so dumb. Uh, okay. These descriptions will be short but sweet. Also worthy of note, I don't watch a lot of spooky movies to begin with. This list is in order. Number five. This is another one I considered, but again, it wasn't. it's not a Halloween movie to me, but it's a fucking fantastic movie and a great pick for this list, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. The Shining. Oh, yeah, yeah. A bit more scary, mind-fucky. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Fucky. A bit more scary slash mind fucky than spooky, mm-hmm. but I like it. So on the list, it goes, don't need to say a ton about this. I mean, it's the shining. Yeah. A fantastic book and a fantastic movie. Mm-hmm. Number four, the Adams family, the 1991 one obs just saw this in recent years for the first time. And holy hell, this movie is great. Charming, dark, and hilarious. Mm-hmm. Well said. Number three, the Great Pumpkin, Charlie Brown. A true pick from being a kid around Halloween at the Leonard's. This is one of those things where I can't even imagine watching it for the first time now. It's just permanently written into the hard drive of my childhood. Mm-hmm. Feels like a warm blanket. That's kind of what Kimmy said. Mm-hmm. Now you guys should high five. Number two, Ghostbusters. Okay. Good okay. Pick. Second Ghostbusters. Yeah. I mean, come on. This pick speaks for itself in my opinion. Uh, and number one, Halloween. Even if this title weren't so on the nose, the movie does the best job of any movie at setting the vibe of fall slash Halloween. It plays off your own nostalgic and positive vibes of a cool evening out collecting candy, only with a very sinister twist. What with the serial killer and all. <clears throat> uh, and then it says number one spot with a bullet for feeling the most like the holiday it represents. Well said. Gulp, 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 gulp. We're making good time. I have to watch Halloween again. Same. Yeah. And Nightmare Before Christmas and Return of the Living Dead. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. From Vitam Anderson. Spooky movies to get you in the mood. <laughs> All right. Man, this was a tough list. I don't have many movies that spark these feelings. Mm-hmm. The, is this the real title? Because this is an adorable title. If this is real. And it makes me want to hug Matt. Let's go Pikachu Halloween. Number five. Oh, God. Don't go away from the list. There we go. Curious George, a Halloween boo fest. When did that come out? I don't know, but I love Matt. Is that, is that, a, is that a new children's movie, or is that oh, one for okay. when we were kids? Okay, it says, this is 100% on this list due to having children, but man, I love this movie. 
I've watched it religiously the last few years come October and Curious George just hits different. This movie also contains my son's first jump scare, which gives it a bonus. I might have to watch that with my kids now. Uh, number four, it's The Great Pumpkin, Charlie Brown. This one is from my childhood, and it really drums up a lot of nostalgia for me. It's a good one. Number three, Ghostbusters. It's true. This man has no dick. <laughs> this movie started my line. This movie started my line as Bill Murray and probably was the origin of my sarcastic nature. I think there might be a typo in there, but I can't figure out where. This movie started my line is Bill Murray and probably was the origin of my sarcastic love? nature. Is that a line? Sort of my love of Bill ah, Murray. Ah, this movie started my love of Bill Murray. I'll bet that's what it is. And probably was the origin of my sarcastic nature. It also has the perfect tone for Halloween movie. Some cool ghosts throughout an awesome soundtrack as well. Number two, Nightmare Before Christmas. This one actually resonates more with Christmas than Halloween personally, but it definitely makes the cut here too. The opening scene slash song in this movie is perfect, and I have very fond memories watching this movie on loop when I was a teen. The best character in this movie is the flannel-wearing werewolf, and no one can convince me otherwise. Number one, Beetlejuice. This movie was the perfect amount of scary when I was young and is now the perfect amount of everything as an adult. I love every character in this movie and no one overstays their welcome. The scene down in the diorama is my favorite and Keaton is an absolute rock star throughout. Mm -hmm. It's one of the best movies ever made. Oh, it's great. It's also one of the reasons that when I was little, I would grab my nuts and honk. Perfect. Because you're just emulating that movie. My mom reminded me of that. She was because it's just one of those things. Like, why did my parents let me watch these movies? Because isn't there a part where he like exclaims, "Fuck, that's a big diorama" or something like that? I don't remember the line. He yells "fuck" at some point in that movie, and mm-hmm. he also like honks his nuts. Yeah, yeah, it's funny. And I would do that. It's a big hat. It's a big hat. My mom also reminded me recently that one of the things we used to say was we'd go save big money at my Nards mm-hmm. and then honk your nuts. Mm-hmm. And you go, hong, hong. Yeah. You fucking five-year-old running around like an idiot. Yeah, Menard, it's funny. Big hat. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Oh, oh, that was number one. Yeah. From Wallabeef himself. <gasps> Spooky movies. <laughs> Wallabeef's lists are the best. Uh, probably Rolo says I probably have the movie that movie he means Beetlejuice to thank for people saying Leonards to me as a kid <laughs> Um, when I think of movies that set the mood for the Halloween season I mainly think of stuff as a kid when I had a stronger association for the season with the holiday the Garfield Halloween special jumps out at me I have a Garfield holy shit Oh, that's... Okay, Kimby's just updating us. I was like, who wrote that screed? Uh, I... The Garfield Thanksgiving special, mm-hmm. I adored as a kid. Like I remember, like, watching the all of them. The vet comes over, and they make Halloween meal. Like, Thanksgiving meal, you mean? <laughs> yes. Halloween meal. <laughs> Sorry, what were you going to say? 
like I remember watching all of them a bunch, but I couldn't like I in my brain right now I can't tell you the difference between the like I can't pick I can't pick out scenes from the. the I'm Dark sure Lords, I watched the Halloween. But I watched one. them all a bunch. I don't remember it at all, but I definitely remember the Thanksgiving one. Oh, <laughs> well, he says. The Garfield Halloween special jumps out at me, but I can't actually remember anything about it. Yeah, he's like me. <laughs> Which is exactly what you said. Uh, Jason movies come to mind, but now I'm realizing I'm actually remembering a time when we first had satellite TV that it was Friday the 13th, the date, on my birthday. And I assumed there would be a complete marathon of all the films, and there wasn't of any of the channels. One channel just showed the film that takes place on a farm, and someone gets a pitchfork rammed into them. Um, it literally just says, um, I guess maybe my childhood isn't a realm for Halloween film nostalgia. As an adult, the first thing I think of is the 2018 Halloween film when there's a very dramatic murder scene that takes place during trick or treating. And then after that, I think of it follows, which I also considered my list. It follows is great. If you've Mm -hmm. never seen it which has a breezy overcast autumn setting Mm -hmm. and has some of the most effective slash unnerving creepiness that has ever worked for me as an adult. Yeah. Same. That one, It Follows was one that like creeped me out Mm -hmm. as an adult too. Uh, Another one that I would consider or that, sorry, that I did consider Mm -hmm. and almost put it on my list because it has such a good Halloween vibe is The Guest. Mm. Doesn't the guests have a good yeah. like that's that's another one well, that's takes a great. Place, it's like a Halloween party, right? Yeah, that's got a great Halloween vibe. Mm-hmm. Thanks, Jeff. Yeah. All right. Last but certainly not least, but almost certainly in bed already. Yeah, <laughs> Javin says I get genuinely creeped out my first time running after seeing it follows. I remember like like sitting in the theater and like just like every so often it's kind of looked to my right. Like, there's, it's not here, right? <laughs> no, I, I love that feeling of, like, which one, Rolo? It Follows or The Guest? Yeah, both great. It Follows. It's fantastic. Yeah. Genu- uh, genuinely creepy. Javin says, everyone running my way was like, whoa, wait, you following me? Uh... Yeah, that that was just a great movie where I love when something has a lasting effect on you like mm-hmm. that. Where, yeah, you'd be out in public and somebody would be walking at you and you're just like, uh, you just be, you would just be uncomfortable. Rolo says, I remember it being around, but never heard much about it. But again, I didn't get into scary movie thing. It, like, if it follows was a, uh, almost the same year as like the guest. Cause I remember like, I think they were the same year, weren't they? Like, uh, wall beef and Schwat came back from fantastic. Yes, Fest, that's right. And they're just like, you got to see these movies. And, like, yeah. Like told you literally nothing about the guest or it follows just that. We're go Just go see it. Yeah. We're going to go see it. And that's, you guys told me the same thing. I was like, well, what are they? And you just said, just don't just watch them. Yeah. And I was like, okay, they're great. Mm-hmm. So that's all I'm going to say about them. All right. Amber's list. Spooky top five. Hocus Pocus. Perfect. Practical Magic. Sounds about right. Which she couldn't remember the name for. <laughs> she said, what was that movie with the two girls and Sandra Bullock? <laughs> Practical Magic. Yes. Mm-hmm. Casper the Friendly Ghost. Oh, nice. Which is a good one. Mm-hmm. We need to rewatch that one too. 
Adam's family. Nice. And then she just says, and 28 days later, because it's my favorite zombie movie. Oh. Good list. Nice. That's it. That's all the list. Thanks, everybody. Kibby will give us the uh, final scores here. Hocus Adams Family, I think, wins now. I was thinking it had to be Adams Family. I think I think I think it's Hocus and Adam. Oh, they're tied. Wait, did Amber say Hocus Pocus? Yeah, yeah. I think, I think that and Adams Family are tied because they were they were already at some point. Hocus Pocus, Great Pumpkin, Nightmare Before Christmas, Adams Family, and Halloween all have four. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that would mean when? But when did he say that? Whatever, he'll update us. Yeah. Uh yeah, that was that was a harder list than I expected it to be. I think I would have had an easier time with like albums that you know, or music or songs or something. Yeah, like it's something where like I can. It's something I'll I'll probably try and do now. Is um, like revisit more movies like that as like a um. Just to kind of as like as like a, a way to just kind of be in like the the time period kind of thing. Where it's like <clears throat> I definitely have my ways of marking fall. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, there's a really st- strong argument to be made that fall is my favorite season. Mm-hmm. Man, remember last fall? I know it was COVID, mm-hmm. but last fall in Minnesota lasted for so long. I don't remember. It did. It lasted a long time last year i have like pictures of it and it just went on and on it was great um but yeah i rollis fall is my favorite by a country mile i remember one time we were at a work a work meeting mm-hmm. and javin pointed out that what i love the most is just the changing of the seasons and I think he was like making a joke or mm-hmm. half joking. And I was like, holy shit, you're dead on. What I love is when the seasons change. <laughs> like I love when I love the first snowfall of the year. And when you go from winter to fall and that the quietness and go from fall to winter. Yes. Thank you. Mm-hmm. The quiet and still that comes with winter. I love that. And then when you get the, not the, like the mushy, sandy, nasty spring, mm-hmm. but like the true spring when like, the cherry blossoms start to open and bird you hear birds in the morning again like i just i love the changing of the seasons mm-hmm. and i i think mike made it as a joke but i was like holy shit you're pretty right though mm-hmm. i just love the change uh jevin uh if you want a link to that blog you can go right ahead oh yeah put the link in here jevin says if anyone needs a recommendation there's a really nice blog i know of that has now 28 great seasonal picks it's also got a Twitter account associated with it, I think, that you could follow that tweeted about the, all of them. Clownpenis.fart. That's not what it is. Oh. Put your, put the link in here. All right, so what does Kibby got here? Kibby says, final, Hocus Pocus and Adam's family have five. <laughs> all right, fine. Javin says it doesn't. That's just my Twitter. But put the put your link in here, or I'm going to. Uh, Nightmare Before Christmas, Great Pumpkin, and Halloween have four. Mm-hmm. Ernest and Ghostbusters have three. Return of the Living Dead and Beetlejuice have two, and there are twelve with one each. So Adam's Family and Hocus Pocus win. Genuinely, no surprise there. No, 
and I don't mean that in any kind of negative way. They're no. fucking fantastic. Yeah, like there was a, there was a very good chance that those were going to be uh, number one. Like, right? Yeah, I expected Adam's Family to be number one. Like, I'm glad to see that it's tied with uh, Hocus Pocus. Like I thought Hocus Pocus so much when we said when we mentioned the list for the first time. Like the first thing that popped in my head is like, well, Hocus Pocus is just going to win. Like that was the first thought that popped in my head last Thursday. You said it better not be. It better not be Hocus Pocus. No, you said it better not be that one with Bette Midler. <laughs> um, yes, there is a great blog uh, that did. I th- I think was it a was it a movie a day or just about a movie a day? Were you trying to do a movie for every day? Mm-hmm. Uh, it's. The website is Mike Does Stuff dot zone. Uh-huh. And Javin says, Go watch the movies I tell you to watch. Uh, oh, I'm gonna watch Killer Crocodile. Some really this great weekend. some really great write ups in there and uh several movies that I genuinely wanted to see afterwards. Mm-hmm. Um Yeah. Anyway, we don't we don't know what the November list is gonna be, so no we're gonna idea. have we're gonna have to figure it out and tweet about it. Uh you guys all send in some pretty great ideas. You know, we were. I think we were originally going to do something. We were going to have some kind of pageantry for episode hundred, but I feel like this is. I feel like this is very fitting. Oh, this this candlelit. We've done a hundred episodes. Yeah. And it's been. It's been very fun. Mm-hmm. It's kind of been fun too. Like if you if you've watched since the beginning, which a lot of the people in chat have, to see. Like, do you remember in the beginning, I I would come to every episode with like notes. Oh yeah, it was a whole th- it was a whole thing, and I had like shit printed out. Oh yeah, uh, I would do that list. I eat potatoes a lot of different ways. Wait, oh, I, I was like I didn't see that one. All I saw was pie flavors, and I'm just like potatoes multiple ways. Potato pie? You could have a meat pie, with potatoes in it. Five ways to potatoes. Oh yeah, it might have to be Thanksgiving thing. Well, we'll. If, We'll discuss I, it. I don't hate the idea of a, a delicious food one. And we'll tweet it out. I don't hate the idea either. I think it's a great idea. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> uh, I totally lost track of what I was saying. Uh, like how you used to, like the way it was at the beginning when you used to come. Oh, like, just the way our podcast was at the beginning. Mm-hmm. I used to like print out articles and highlight stuff and write notes mm-hmm. and then that just kind of devolved and mm-hmm. just the way that it's progressed there's also a huge part in the middle of that 100 that is done over discord mm-hmm. because we were in fucking quarantine for over a year mm-hmm. like that is one of my favorite i'm just going to spend a minute because we got time on episode 100 that's one of my favorite things and one of the reasons i need to get like all of the video recordings of this backed up because we have the audio ones mm-hmm. in the cloud like so i don't have to worry about losing those but we need to get the video ones backed up mm-hmm. because i th- just think that's going to be so wild for my kids to listen to mm-hmm. like or or watch the podcast of us going through a pandemic mm-hmm. and like not knowing what the fuck was going on and still trying to be normal and then like after we got our shots talking about that stuff and uh, one of them also in there is after the murder of George Floyd mm-hmm. and like that just what a fucking wild year. And then to be able to look back and be like, man, I was two and my parents were living through this shit and just to go back and watch it. I'm, I just think that's kind of cool, mm-hmm. which is like it, the whole reason I initially wanted to start a podcast was I liked 
this point that this guy Gary Vaynerchuk made, which was like, why not document your life? Mm-hmm. People are going to be able to, for generations, people are going to be able to look back and just see what you were doing and what you were thinking and what you were saying. And if you do things like this, like if you look at my Twitter, please don't, by the way. But if you look at my Twitter from the time, I should take my Twitter offline. Is that a thing you can do? I think so. Because I don't use it anymore. Uh, if you look at my Twitter from the time Twitter first came out, which was, what, what was I, like 21, 22, something like that? Yeah. Until like when I finally just kind of quit using Twitter, I only use the TMS account, mm-hmm. TMSS account anymore. I'm just wildly different. And so we've done a hundred episodes of the podcast, but mm-hmm. like if we do hundreds more, how much different will they be? Yeah. You know, when I'm, if we do them for another 10 years and I'm 46, how much different are those going to be? And how much different are my view is going to be in my thoughts and what will I have changed my mind on and what will I still think the same on and mm-hmm. hopefully I'll be a person who can admit when I felt like I was wrong and this is why and things like that. It's just fun. Yeah. Just a fun thing to document. Oh yeah. Like yeah it's, it's weird to get back to like even just like the three years ago when it was like those first ones and like you just had your daughter. Right. I yeah there were <laughs> The first, like, I think it was like we did two episodes, and then we had to take several weeks break because mm-hmm. I my daughter was born. Mm-hmm. <laughs> then we came back, and and then at like episode who knows like ten, it went video. No, we did video from the jump. Did we? Yeah. I don't think we streamed on Twitch though. We did. That was a big thing for me, is I wanted to stream on Twitch. The so the first the first. 10 test broadcasts we didn't stream okay okay so the first 10 that like nobody has ever heard yeah uh we did those i think only rollo and mike i think so listen to those maybe your mom i don't think my mom i don't think amber i feel like it's just rollo and mike i didn't even listen to him uh but yeah, I th- from number one we were on. Kibby, when did you, Kibby, you've been here forever. Yeah, I don't remember which episode you would have come in at. Right, you came in like pretty early. I feel like. Oh yeah. Kibby says it's been fun watching you guys and conversing with everyone in chat. Unsure which episode. I- oh, <laughs> sorry. Unsure which episode I came in at, mm-hmm. but it's become part of my week. That that genuinely makes me happy. Mm-hmm. That like. I said to Dan when chat started and you hadn't said anything, I was like, should we start? I haven't seen Kibby yet. Yeah, is Kibby here? Um, so I'm glad that it's a part of your week. It's, it's, and I, I'm glad you're a part of our week. Um, oh, Rolo says he has them saved as well. Yeah, they're saved somewhere. Um, and Javin says, glad you didn't take my advice. I don't remember what that was. I don't know. There's lots of stuff I don't remember. Yeah. <laughs> Earlier today when Javin was starting the meeting and I told him, I was like, Bob wanted time to talk about stuff. And he was like, stuff? What do you mean? And I was like, I don't know. You know how Bob talks and I listen. And he goes, so like a lot and not at all. And I was like, yeah. <laughs> so I don't know what advice you're talking about, Javin. Um, yeah. 
it's been fun. And yeah. like we've pointed out before, we don't really market it. We're not. I mean, I tweet when we go live. I've been trying to like tweet about it a bit more because I think it would be fun to have a bit more of an active chat. Mm-hmm. I mean, you guys are pretty awesome. And especially on these top five episodes, you keep chat going. Um, But I wouldn't, I don't know. I've said this to you before. Like if chat ever got too active where it was like hard to read, mm-hmm. I would want a, a way to have like OG chat. Yeah. And Kibby, you'd be included in that. But there would be like an OG chat that we would have somehow on the stream and we could read. Mm-hmm. Uh, it probably won't ever happen because we don't really... I'm more doing this as... It's like I say, as a reason to hang out with you. Mm-hmm. And then I just think to myself like, man, it'd be really cool to be able to just sit down and listen to... Or not sit down and listen, but like, you know, you're driving your car or you're cleaning your house or doing whatever... And you can listen to your parents talk for hours on end Mm -hmm. from when you were like three. It'd just be weird. It'd just be weird. Yeah. It's not the same as like, (laughs) I don't remember that, Javin. Yeah. I just think it'd be cool. And I don't, I don't, I don't know that we'll do it for another 10 years. I don't know that we'll do it for another year. I hope we will. Mm Mm-hmm. As long as I have time and you have time and we have the energy to do it and it seems like something that's worthwhile to do, I think we'll keep doing it. Oh, yeah, for sure. It's a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kimmy says, I think I've advertised you guys more than you have yourselves. Well, thanks, man. Probably true. Appreciated. I've told no one to listen. I say no. Don't do it. You told your sister and brother to listen. Yeah, at some point. That's one of the reasons we got a download from Canada once. Yep. I don't know. I, I I like gave up Instagram and it I'm conflicted about it because I had like actual like Instagram friends, but mm-hmm. I just haven't been on it uh since August. And I think my life is better without it. <laughs> I think my life is better uh I think my life is better with without any of that stuff. And like I said, I I use Twitter just for the TMSS Twitter account mm-hmm. and to send Rolo this funny account (laughs) that it's a bot that tweets out fake metal bands with fake metal albums. Hmm. And I love it. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I don't know how to, I want like, I want, yeah, I have to figure out Instagram, but I don't know if those, if those guys still listen. Cause I don't think I ever see when I go in and look, I don't think I see our downloads from, uh, Europe, Poland anymore or like that area. Yeah, we'll have, to, we'll have to do more. We'll, we'll do more guests. This this hundred, we had, we had one. You think so? Last hundred. I mean, we did a guest because we had Jr. had a great ghost story. Yeah. Well, the, the, I think we we can find people with good stories. Let's. Just, the, but, but we're not interesting. What's Javin got a story about? Tying his shoes. Doesn't have to be him. <laughs> it could be Katie. K- yes. Just kidding, Javin. I love you. Um. Yeah, Jr.'s ghost story was great. <laughs> no, Rob's out. <laughs> Rollo says I could do some close-up magic, coin magic with two exclamation points or uh, question marks. This isn't a podcast for magic nerds. Oh, that made me laugh, Rolo. 
Yeah, we could have more guests. I want to get Big J on here. Big J is a really smart dude and has good thoughts about stuff. We were supposed to get Mike Long at some point, but horrors of birth for Mother's Day. Oh yeah, uh, yeah, yeah like, what, what would Mike Long talk about? Oh, oh, this uh, uh, this is my hat. I forgot he's a hat guy. That's his, that's his defining characteristic. His hats. Ramos <laughs> says you're missing out on the Twitch magic community, but whatever, man. I'm fine missing out on it. Yeah, <laughs> we don't need them. Uh, yeah, we got to get a third mic. I'm actually I keep meaning to talk to you. I want to buy better mics so I don't have to have this fucking thing pushed into my face. If we're gonna keep doing this, um, and I also think if I buy. I want to buy a better mic because I want to do some more video game stuff with Amber mm-hmm. where we try to play video games together. But I want just a mic that will pick up more stuff. But I feel like if I buy a new mic and mm-hmm. then you're sitting there with that one, it would look weird. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's been fun. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember where else I was going. I think it would be fun to have more guests on. Yeah. I think we, I think ASMR like ear stuff. Yeah. Like lick, like licking it. And I don't know. I don't know. We're a podcast of the people by the people for the people. Nope. Thanks Rolo. Um, I think if we have guests on, we have to, it it has to be kind of like JR's where you can't just talk about whatever dumb bullshit. I think you have to have more direction. But we can figure that out later. Yeah. Uh, okay, they're just talking about ASMR. <laughs> um, yeah. Thanks for hanging out, guys. Mm-hmm. We genuinely appreciate it. I know that you do. I hope you're not doing it just because you're friends with us, uh, but because it's also a good time. Send more topics. And I by no means expect anybody to tune in and listen. So I'm really grateful that everybody does. Uh, One of my work friends, Leah, has sent some into the mailbag. Oh. She's got good questions. Well, I hate her, so. They're like headier questions. (laughs) I'm going to send her this episode, and now she's going to be convinced that you hate her. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, Yeah. Happy Halloween, everybody. I hope you have a good Halloween. I'm going to take my kids trick-or-treating. My daughter's going to be dressed as a chicken, and it makes me so incredibly happy. It makes her happy. It makes her happy. Um, yeah, have a good night. Be nice to each other. Mm-hmm. More importantly, be nice to yourselves. Mm-hmm. Find reasons to love yourself. Mm-hmm. I'm sure you're all great and capable people. Mm-hmm. Javin says we're going to stay at a haunted hotel. You'll have to tell us about it. Sounds amazing. Thanks, Kibby. Have a good night, everybody. We will see you next week, more than likely. Yeah. Good night. Barring things.